It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good's as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will get... Hi, welcome to Four Feet Running with Nick and Dan, episode 40. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Today is very, very warm in Fall River. Horribly humid. Yeah, it's been like this for a little while. But it should be because... It's summer. It's July 1st right now. Yeah. We figured, well, this run... we got to run over to the post office. Yeah, we're actually running errands. Really running errands. Save on gas. Yep. And uh, get yeah. fit. Yeah, saving the planet <laughs> and feeling good. Yeah. I like saving the planet. I do, too. It's really gone to crap lately. <laughs> yeah, I have to say. Place looks like So I can at least not drive my car to the post office. Yeah. So we figured we would just record a little shortish kind of show. Yep. Hopefully it'll end up shortish. I don't know, we can we tend to ramble. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> figured we just a little brief visit from us before uh, we uh, do our next episode. Yeah, which will be at a race. Um, and guess who's running it? Another listener. And you. Oh, yeah, and me. Remember, you swore off races there for a bit. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be running a July 4th five-miler. Yeah. Not a 5K, mind you. No. Five-miler. Miler. It might be nice because it's shorter than a 10K. Yeah. And you have to run it anyway for your training plan. I just started today, actually. This will be, this run is the very start of my next 10K running plan. Well, coincidentally, this is my beginning of Hal Higdon's advanced half marathon plan today. Wow. But I I actually ran this morning. Oh, yeah. So you're doing extra? I'm doing extra. Well, you got to go to the post office. Yeah, I have to go to the post office. And I'm I'm procrastinating right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do the work I'm doing. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> so I, uh, I signed up for another running plan on Nike Plus. I would have to run a five-miler around the day of the uh, five-mile race anyway, mm-hmm. uh, which is Friday. Yes, it's Friday. The 4th of July is Friday. 4th of July. Yep. And it's uh, in Mattapoisett, Mass. Yep. So listener John had, uh, had, had told us about this months ago. Yeah. He's one of our closest listeners, not yeah. family. Yeah, he's uh, nearest in proximity, I think, yeah. to four feet home base. <laughs> so, so we hope to meet him there. Yeah, he says he's, you know, also going to probably be in the back, maybe hanging near the end. I will probably, I'll definitely, I'm going to take away the probably and replace it with a definitely be near the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you'll have friends there this time. Yeah. I think that was sort of helpful for you to sign up for this race. Yeah. Because I, I was just going to do it because you know, my 10K was so bad, and I'm not very confident about this either, but I, I don't want things getting me down. So. Yeah, but you'll do all of it. 
I didn't want to do any more races for a little while, but then I, I realized I'd have to do five miles on my own anyway. Yeah. And this one, I looked it up on Cool Running, and I had like just under a thousand people running last year. Oh, that's good. So that's pretty good. And some of them were, they had, you know, ages 8 to 80. Yeah, that's good. You know, and had some 11-minute uh, milers. and. 11-minute milers. They had 15-minute milers. That's good. I think there was probably a 16 crept in there. Cool. It's a nice, sweet 16. Very cool. <laughs> so uh, I feel all right. Like, I won't, I'll be in my element. Yeah. You'll have people around you that are in similar category. Yeah. So you, you feel a little more comfortable about this race, so hence you, you entered it. Yeah. Or you will enter it because you haven't signed up for it. You have to go there very early, apparently, to sign up. Yeah, I'll sign up on the day of the race. Yeah. You know, I'm not too worried anymore. Or embarrassed. You feel better. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got a lot of nice e supportive emails and uh, blog posts from uh, other listeners. Oh, yeah. Everyone was very nice to me, which I appreciate. Uh, lots of people emailed in and uh, told me I shouldn't feel ashamed mm -hmm. because, you know, there are other people like that out there. And, and some of some of our listeners were there, too. Yeah. So, see? You're not alone. Yeah. Not really. Even though you're all by yourself out there with nobody to look at. <laughs> <laughs> you still have a number on? What's the matter with you? Did you stop for a steak somewhere? <laughs> didn't stop for a steak. I'm slow. <laughs> Man. Well, John promised to uh, walk three water stops. All right. So. <laughs> well, I have to walk the water stops anyway. So that's the way he does it. Yeah. Walks the water stations. I have to, I have to walk them too. Me too. Because uh, otherwise I splash like the little kid volunteers <laughs> yeah. and stuff by accident. <laughs> I know. You know, they're just doing that out of fun and no money. And yeah. they are getting them all wet with Gatorade. And their little Sticky. fingers smacked. And, yeah. yeah. It, actually, I think it helped with my marathon running. Yeah, it should be fun. Celebrate the 4th. Yeah. It would be like the rest of America that, that do races. They tend to sign up on the 4th. Yeah. I think it's like the most popular race um, day. American race day, yeah. Interesting week. Yeah. Damn it, yeah. Well, there's a reason why. I'm, well, there's probably a reason why my races haven't been so great. And my runs have been really lackluster progressively since um, since the marathon. Instead of recovering, it seems like I'm getting worse with every run. Yeah, I'm more fatigued, feeling sluggish. Some of it I attribute to the weather. But I think some of it is just me and my body. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. As I fainted a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. In front of a lot of people. Aww. And, uh, You're teaching your class. Yeah, it's really embarrassing. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> it. It wasn't so much that I was nervous. I mean, sure, I was nervous teaching for the first time, but you know, I, I do presentations quite a bit. And, you know, I'm, I'm up in front of classrooms with kids. Yeah. Doing presentations and fun things and projects, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm not really shy. Yeah. Aww. But apparently, I have 
Reactive hypoglycemia. Yeah, reactive hypoglycemia. So, after a very long five-hour glucose test, uh, where they took my blood and then they gave me a sugary drink and then they tortured me by not feeding me for, for four hours. Oh. And for five hours and um, take my blood every, every hour. So apparently my body breaks down glucose too quickly. I see. And it makes me sick and apparently faint. Yeah, if I go past the three hour mark <laughs> of not eating. And it's not like a diabetic thing. No. It's actually the opposite of diabetes. Yeah. Because your insulin's working fine. Yeah, everything's good. You metabolize the uh, sugar a little too quickly. Yeah. So it just plummets. And you don't get enough glucose going to your brain. Yeah. And I don't make any sense and I pass out. <laughs> yeah. So fun. Sucks. Yeah, it sort of does. And, you know, I've sort of suspected this uh, before, but I've never, you know, I didn't faint. Yeah. <laughs> and I just felt a little shaky. Yeah. But um, in this situation, I just, I just couldn't get a meal within about four hours. So, gone, over. Yeah. I hit a wall. <laughs> it was fun, if I could remember it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But um, at least I know my doctor said I have to eat every two to two and a half hours. He said, do not let it go to three, ever. Yeah. He's very, very um, strict about that. Just, yeah. Do not let it go to three, because that's when you hit your, your lowest. Aww. And apparently you faint. <laughs> well, you don't want that to happen. No. It's not like you drive a lot of places, but what if you did? Exactly. I'm away from the house for a while, because yeah. I, you know, I don't... I won't be there to catch you when your face falls uh, right into your plate of spaghetti <laughs> no. and meatballs. <laughs> so I just have to be a little more careful about bringing food with me, yeah, which I'm getting used to. You've been uh, using Builder Bars. Yeah, from Cliff. Because they have high protein. Yeah, so I have to eat a little, I have to change my diet a bit. So I get to see a nutritionist. Well, I was going to tell you to stop eating so much crap and get some exercise, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I know. It's, it's not like I eat a lot of junk food or anything. No. Ice cream is your one vice, and you don't even have it that often. No. So far, once every two weeks in the summer, or yeah. the spring, I should say. Maybe I can get some good uh, advice for, for half marathon and marathon training food. Let's <laughs> see how much protein I really do need in this in a day. You might have to, like, carry some pork chops or something with you when you go running. <laughs> the problem is, is that I, I kind of don't like meat a whole lot. I have to find sources of protein that are different. And at the same time, uh, I have to not eat dairy because my doctor told me not to. Well, if you tuck like a, uh, if you tuck like a tablespoon of beans in the corner of your mouth yeah. and just let it slowly dissolve over the day. Yeah. I'm also allergic to nuts. Yeah. So no nuts. I don't like meat. Beans are kind of inconvenient sometimes. Yeah. And uh, I can't have any uh, dairy products. Because I usually, I, you know, I eat a lot of cottage cheese and yogurts. So it's going to be interesting. Plus, I'm, I'm still being tested for other things. Yeah, you weren't sure for a while if you had celiac disease. Yeah. Which is like the gluten intolerance. Yeah. That would mean a complete change in diet. So far, my blood tests were negative, but I'm a little skeptical. 
it's natural to want a second opinion, yeah. especially because you've been doing a lot of research on celiacs. You seem to fit a lot of the symptoms. Yeah, unfortunately. Maybe I'll just have an allergy to wheat. Maybe. We'll find out. You know, you gotta... Either way, I, I think a dietary change might be in order. Yeah. Even more severely than just eating every two hours and adding more protein. Mouthful beans. Good thing I like lentils. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna have all my lentils. Well, don't worry, I usually do. Yeah. When my get up and go has got up and went, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing, I hold down and my boots kind of slow down. Or anytime I'm weak in the knees. I hanker for a hunk of, a slaver slice a chunk of. A snacker is a winner and yet won't spoil my dinner. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! There we are. It's muggy to run today. Yeah. Yeah. It's very muggy. It's going to be a walk back. Yeah, I'm going to hit three miles. Three miles? Yeah. Thank you. You too. Right at the post office. Yep. New Garmin shut off. Yeah. Your new 400 405. Power saving thing. Yep. A little more about my Garmin. Uh, I have gotten a few runs with it now. Yeah. And I do like it a lot. How's it working for you? Um, it's been really good. I really like it a lot. I like the, um, the bezel, the touch bezel. I like the screen and it picks up the satellite so fast. It really is incredible how fast it is. Yeah, and in the house, too. I don't have to leave it out. I can just walk around with it and catch the satellite. Now, this is, like, within seconds, it's hitting the satellites. Very good. So that's been a good thing. But one thing, I, I've had a little problem with it. It seems to be a little glitchy. I don't know if you're waiting to get a 405, you might want to wait a little longer just in case they have to get rid of some of the glitches. Yeah. The bugs. And check for software updates. Yeah, check for software updates. The problem was is um, there's that power saving mode in which you wear it, you know, as a regular sports watch. If you keep it in power saving, the battery lasts for about two weeks. Yeah, because it's not catching the GPS and it's not in training mode either. No, but what was happening is that it wasn't going into power saving mode for several days. Yeah. And it, it just no matter what I did or didn't do. Like, if it's just supposed to automatically enter into power-saving mode yeah. within a few few minutes of inactive use. Mm-hmm. It wasn't doing that. Yeah. So my battery kept draining. I'd leave it overnight, and there'd be 14% left from 100% the, you know, 10 hours before. Yeah. It's not supposed to do that. No. So essentially, it was on training mode the whole night. Yeah. And no matter if I locked it or didn't lock it, 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 it just kind of never went into, into power-saving mode. So I contacted the people, which they were pretty good to respond. They didn't have any any real help from me because I, I sort of fixed the problem on my own. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So I, it seems to have uh, fixed itself. I assume it crashed, but I kept it on the dock without touching it for about two days straight. 
Basically, you put it in the naughty corner. Yeah, I did. Away from Stanley. <laughs> Lo and behold, after two days of sitting on the dock, it sort of it went back into power-saving mode like it's supposed to. Yeah. And uh, it's been working fine ever since. The battery seems to be okay. I was very worried I'd have to get another one or a re battery replacement. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to have to go through the hassle of trying to return it and uh, dealing with Garmin or the GPS store. Yeah, but it's so, so good. Yeah, that worked out. Not using it for a while. Just came back to its senses. Yeah. There's one little quibble I do have about the Garmin 405. It's not a glitch. It's just something I think the Garmin people need to consider is that you should be able to enter into power saving mode manually and then man manually enter training mode and yeah. stay there if you want it to be there yeah because what happens is say i catch the satellite mm -hmm. but i get busy doing something yeah like going to the post office right now yeah what happens is, is that it swings back from training mode to to uh power saving mode therefore losing the satellite signal. Yeah. So when I got out of the post office, I have to find the GPS signal again. Yeah. And as fast as it is, it's still just a bit of a nuisance where it, it could have just, if I could have the option of manually keeping it in a training mode, I could just leave it there. Yeah, I mean, you get out the door and just start running rather than standing for, for a few, few seconds or a minute. Yeah, because you can deal with the... Uh draining of the battery a little bit for a few minutes, you know? Yeah. While you're just going and talking to Mike the sweater vest wearing postman. Yeah. It's the quiz master. The quiz master. He likes to quiz me on odd things. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got weird questions for you. Usually multiple choice form. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But um, I can see this being a problem in a race where, say, you capture the signal but the, the start is a little delayed. So it starts, it goes into power saving mode. You have to get back into the uh, training mode again. Yeah. You might or might not realize it. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden your, your time's a little inaccurate because you've had to wait for it to, to uh, catch up that GPS signal again. This is one hot hill. Yeah, this is extremely warm. It's like a bloody desert over here. Oh. There's not a bit of shade. Over there, I see she oh. all the way down there. I can't run to it fast enough. But, I mean, otherwise, I, I think it's a great watch. I haven't used all the bells and whistles, but most of them, anyway. Yeah. And so far, that's my only minor quibble. I think I'll probably fix that with, with a software update. Maybe, maybe if Garmin's listening, <laughs> they'll make measures to, to do that. One thing we have been using it for, which has been the best thing ever, is using it to do geocaching. Oh, yeah. See, it, I couldn't program the coordinates, at least I didn't know how, if there were an ability to program coordinates into my old 205. Yeah. But with the 405, it's very easy. 
You can plug in the GPS coordinates. Yeah. And then use it like a compass to uh, lead your way there. Yeah, and geocaching is our greatest new hobby. I had been listening to uh, Fat to Fit Radio, and they were talking about it as a way to get out, maybe get a little exercise. And I just thought, wow, that is going to be the most perfect hobby for Dan ever. Yeah. <laughs> because it involves maps, puzzles, uh, trying to find things, uh, like mysteries. And it's, you know, it's, geek a technology. Neat, it's very geeky. And it has... Uh, this amazing little subculture yeah. of people. I love little subcultures of people. I'm just so interested in what people do with their lives. Yeah. Hence the podcasting, because this is like a nice little subculture. Yeah. Particularly with a running podcast. Because it's even smaller. Mm-hmm. Such and a very small friendly. Group. Yeah. <laughs> the running podcast listeners are some of the friendliest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Like, and I'm other not, podcasters. Yeah. I'm, and other podcasters. Everyone. Yeah. And like everyone that we know listens to the show so far. You know, I'm even going to throw TJ Runner okay. in there. But still, I mean, the majority of people that we've, yeah. we've met through podcasting, just, they're phenomenal. Yeah. You know, everybody's been so great. Yeah. But anyway, another great thing is geocaching. Yeah, they seem to be very, very friendly too. Yeah. And, uh, Do you yeah. want to explain a little bit about it? Sure. I mean, geocaching is... You go to this website, geocaching.com, it's like little treasure hunts all over the world. I mean, all over the world. Baghdad. Baghdad. There's a geocache in Antarctica. There's even one on the the Isle of Tyree where Gordon's from. Yeah, we're listening to Gordon's from. Um, It's these little treasures that people have hidden, and then they've recorded the GPS coordinates of them. And you go on the website... You get the GPS coordinates. You follow them to the exact spot where the person has hidden this little box or film canister or something. Yeah, a Tupperware container or something yeah. like that. They've hidden it, you know, usually in either in the woods or somewhere in the city in plain sight, but no one else will notice it. Yeah. And you go and you find these things. But it's a lot harder than it sounds. Oh, yeah. It's much harder. First off, sometimes there are puzzles involved. Yeah. And you have to, like, it's almost like a crossword puzzle, or it has you leading you from one clue to the next till you find the actual cache. That's spelled C-A-C-H-E, cache. So sometimes there's a lot of, there's like a series of, of steps that you have to do to find it. Yeah. Just to get the coordinates. And then when you do get the coordinates, it's not as easy as it looks. Because sometimes they lead you out in the middle of the woods. Or sometimes it's, they lead you in the middle of nowhere. And you got to start lifting up rocks and yeah. moving things. Let me say, there are a lot of clever geocache hiders out there. Yeah. you got to start, like, shaking lampposts to see yeah. if they open. Like, with little trap doors in them or something. Yeah. It, it'll surprise you. Yeah. So far... Out of about 17 geocaches we've tried to find, we've only found 10. Yeah. And and seven of them have really stumped us. Yeah. Really, really stumped us. Really bad. It might be have the coordinates, but it might not be exactly in that spot. It might be just off a little bit. Yeah. Under a bush, under yeah. leaves, in a rock, in a lamppost. Yeah. Watch out for it in those lampposts. Yeah, those are tricky. <laughs> And usually there's nothing in the caches, by the way. Yeah, uh, and the treasure, 
might not be what you think is a treasure. Sometimes it's just toys. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of a good thing for kids to do. Mm. Really good way to like get kids out walking and exploring stuff. Figure out puzzles. Yeah. Sort of trying to inflame their sense of adventure. Yeah. Because usually, so if like the bigger ones, there are usually toys inside. So they can take one and then replace it with another one. Yeah, so... It's like a little swap meet kind of thing. Yeah, so when you do go geocaching, you, the things you want to bring is a pencil and maybe an object to switch. Something that costs pennies. Yeah. And maybe put in a little plastic bag. Some of these things get wet. And the pencil is for the log book. Yeah. And that's the big goal. With some of them that are a lot smaller, that's all they have is a log book. Yeah, and what you do is just write your name and date. Sometimes, you know, you write what you did to find it or yeah. all the little details. Yeah. And then you log it into the site too. Yeah. To one of the geocaching sites. And then you get to look at everybody else's found it. It all started. We tried this little one that was right near our house, right across from this bank. Yeah. That I've been going to for years. Yeah, I had to go to the bank that day anyway. Yeah. I've been going to this bank since I was a little kid. Because uh-huh. my parents had their money in that bank. They have this little park right across from it. No one ever goes into. I'd never been there. I've seen it a million times, but never thought to go into it. We found a geocache was supposed to be there. We looked behind a rock, and there it was. It had been there for about five years. Yeah. With all these people from all over the world signing it, just going to Somerset, Massachusetts, and signing their name into this little kind of wettish paper. Yeah, it's a little notebook. In, in a spice container. Yeah. Someone from the Netherlands had just been there the day before. Yeah. The Netherlands, for God's sake. So, it blew my mind. <laughs> the people from the Netherlands coming to Somerset, Massachusetts so they can look behind a rock and find a spice container. No, It's amazing the joy you get from finding them. Oh, it's like a drug. It's, it's totally like a drug. It's like Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> Also, another good thing about it is that it's brought us to places that we never would have looked before. No, um, we never. found a, a lot of beautiful locations, little nooks and crannies we've passed by but never really explored. Yeah, stuff you drive by all the time. But you keep like, for granted. Yeah. So we, it really does uh, heightens that appreciation factor. Right near this mall in Dartmouth, Mass, there's a little park we never even knew existed. No, no. It's hidden away. And in this a little, sprawling bit. Yeah, all in between all this urban sprawl with malls and plazas and TGI Fridays. And yeah, all you name it. All the usual American fare. And hidden in this little park is a waterfall. Yeah. And honestly, got a waterfall. It was, it was beautiful, too. Yeah. I never knew it existed. I didn't know there was a river there because of all the urban sprawl. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a river there, much less a waterfall, for God's sake. And, you know, happy little docks and whatnot, too. And plus, it was a historical site, too. So we learned a little bit about Dartmouth. Yeah. A lot of these are linked historically. We found an old New England graveyard. Yeah. Right by the dealership where I bought my car seven years ago. I know. You would never even know it was was a a, a really old grave site. Yeah, you know, graves dating from, like, the 1760s. I think it was 1690 or something. Or something like that. I actually, you know what? You're right. Or at least people were born there in that. Yeah, at least born age. in that 
Yeah, in the 1600s. So, and definitely recommend it if you like history, you like exploring, you, you like subcultures. You like maps. <laughs> you like maps. I love maps. I've said it before. I love maps. I just look <laughs> maps all day. It's very addicting. Kind of like podcasts are addicting too. Yeah. We get addicted very easily. It's a good thing we're not drug users. Yeah, I'm easily obsessed. <laughs> I would try something, I'd just be a junkie right away. four feet running headquarters. It's very hot still. Yeah. <laughs> we have to turn the fan off so you can hear us actually record. Yeah. So uh, we just ran, uh, is it about three miles? Three or? miles exactly by my Garmin. Yeah, your Nike Plus thingy is all off, right? Yeah, I, like a knucklehead, I forgot to turn it on when we started running. <laughs> so I, I missed about a quarter of a mile. Which throws <laughs> off everything because it, it, um, you can't manually change it in Nike Plus. No. I mean, not that you want to cheat, but you want to make it accurate. Yeah, I don't want to cheat. I just want, to, I just want my credit. I want the credit. I know. I you did run three miles. <laughs> the GPS says so. Yeah. Are you listening out there, Nike? <laughs> a little option there to like add like maybe a quarter mile or so. Yeah, let's let's face it, you're a little off. Even on a good day, it's still off by like a tenth of a mile, sometimes yeah. a quarter of a mile by my watch. How about that? If you just let people add just a tiny little bit, just add like a little smidgen on top, <laughs> like a little cherry on top of their actual run, it's not like they're gonna cheat. You know, yeah. no one's winning money on this thing. <laughs> I want the credit. Um, we got some mail. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we haven't read mail in a while. No. Well, you haven't read it, because I don't like to read it. Yeah, because you like I, to multitask and do other things while I read the mail. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I check my mail. Yeah. <laughs> we got a whole bunch of mail we want to just breeze through very quickly. We got one from Rob uh, at runninglitchfield.blogspot.com. Hmm. That address again is runninglitchfield.blogspot.com. So uh, you just read the mail so much better than I do. No. And uh, he writes, congratulations on VCM, the Vermont City Marathon, Yay. for you. The last marathon you just ran. And he writes, just listening to episode 38, and thought I'd drop a quick note to congratulate Nick on her VCM finish. He says that was his first marathon. He had a lot of the same impressions. Yeah. That was a good marathon. I liked it a lot. I'd do it again if I went up there. Um, and he says, uh, Dan, keep up the great production work on the podcast. Uh, going out on a limb here that you're actually the one twisting the knobs. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I do twist knobs. You do. You won't let me twist <clears throat> any knobs. You can twist the knobs all you like. <laughs> it's okay by me. Oh, I thought you'd rather I didn't twist knobs. No, you can go ahead and twist all the knobs oh, you want. I was mixed up and confused. You can twist knobs any day. All right. <laughs> oh, I actually do, uh, I do most of the production stuff, yeah. I guess. Um, just because I like to hog it. Yeah, well, I had planned that I would do some, but... Well, you did such a great job that I, I 
I let you. <laughs> <laughs> let me. No, we originally, when we first started doing the show, we thought, because it's like, it takes a while to make a show. Mm. It's usually like, uh, an average show takes about like 10 hours yeah. or so of like work. It's because I'm picky. Yeah. Uh, and it still comes out like <laughs> so I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> and uh, so we originally thought we would like switch and yeah. do one and then the other, but then I just started liking it so much that I didn't let it go. No, you didn't. I'm okay with that. Yeah, so now I go off and I twist my knob in private. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too much. Ten hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, there's more mail, right? <laughs> yes, there is. Thank you very much, Rob, for that email. Uh, we also got another one from Becky in Kansas City. Uh, love number episode number 38. And I want to tell you it's because of your witty banter and inspiring race. Both of which oh. are true, by the way. <laughs> oh from all that knob turning. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly it's because you included such great snippets of my favorite movie of all time, White Christmas. Yeah. That is the best movie. Yeah. That is a really Well, good it's movie. not the best movie, but it, it's... <laughs> 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 Let me rephrase that. Christmas does not begin unless I have that in the DVD player. I hadn't seen that movie, like, I think until... I started dating you. Yeah. I never watched it. And then now I, I can't get enough of it. I no. watch it in the middle of the year. I know. <laughs> I, I save it for Christmas, personally, but... <laughs> Half of the songs don't have anything to do with Christmas. I know, but it's <laughs> not where it belongs. Sisters, <laughs> sisters. <laughs> and she writes, uh, I'm listening to you running along and suddenly fighting the urge to find a white napkin... And some pieces of evergreen so I can make my own faux snow capped mountain scene. Mm. Yeah, that's a yeah, great scene. I know scene. what you mean. <laughs> uh, anyway, she's a newbie runner. She just finished the couch to 5K. Very Ooh. good. Uh, she's running in her first 5K, the Rock Chalk Run in Lawrence, Kansas. Go Jayhawks. Wow. By now, she must have done that already because this is sort of an old email. Yeah, we haven't caught up with emails in a while. Yeah, so I hope that went really well. Mm-hmm. So you can email us back and let us know. Mm hmm. Uh, we got another email from Elisa, and she has a new blog. She does. Yeah. And a, a lot of goals. Yeah. She's writing about. Yeah. Which is very cool. You go to ambitiousaspirations.blogspot.com. You might say she has ambitious aspirations. She might. It's <laughs> a good blog. Yeah. It sounds like we have ghosts dragging chains through the room right now because the dogs have, like, their collars on and they're just running around like nutcases. Stealing each other's bones. Yeah. They have like four bones around the house and they just fight over the one. <laughs> I don't know what the hell the problem is. <laughs> They're dogs. Uh, That's it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she writes that she uh, she was trying to console me a little bit, a little bit about the uh, second to last place finish yeah. in the 10K last uh, last episode, and uh, she writes that she uh, finished last in the Apple Harvest 10-miler last year and had bad weather, too. Bad weather stinks. I bet if it were a sunny day and you came in last place, you wouldn't feel so... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. She uh, says, I totally agree with Nick's comment about self-confidence. Also, keep in mind you're running for you and no one else. I have to tell myself that every time I'm out on the road or in a race when people start passing me and I start to get discouraged... It helps me to visualize that there are plenty of people sitting at home on the couch eating potato chips and chugging soda while I'm out running. Uh, it says, the last few miles of the marathon really kicked my butt, and there were several times I got really discouraged. 
knowing that I wouldn't make my time goal, but I kept going, and now I have the time to beat. See? Yeah. That's yeah, so cool. That's a good way to turn it positive. Yeah. See? Did you do that? I'm trying. And it's getting easier. You know, because I know it's mm-hmm. like, eh, who gives a shit anyway? <laughs> it's only running yeah, but for you're fun. getting better. And it's, 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 you know, the thing is that you need to exercise. You're mm-hmm. getting exercise. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. She also says that I look less dorky now that I have real running clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know how you ran that first race in cargo shorts. Nick, how did you let him do that? Oh my god, you don't know how hard it is to get him to change clothes. <laughs> oh, don't get me into changing seasons. Oh, I hate changing clothes for the season. Yeah, you're still wearing long sleeves. It's like 100 degrees out. No wonder why you're hot, because you're wearing like some kind of fleece thing with long sleeves. It's not fleece, this is thin fleece. It's not like heavy fleece. It's this hot is, as it's, hell. It's breeds. It doesn't work. Really, it's a, it just doesn't work. <laughs> I'm I, I'm pretty proud that I, I got him to wear a wicking away hat. Yeah. I'm pretty amazed at that. And I bought him his clothes, and occasionally he'll wear them. Yeah. <laughs> I like the clothes. I yeah. like the wicking away clothes and the runner more runner clothes. Yeah. Not the hanging around looking like a bum clothes yeah. that I usually wear. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> Thank you very much, Elisa, and you can check out more of Elisa's uh, writing at ambitiousaspirations.blogspot.com, mm-hmm. where she will share her ambitious aspirations with you. I just like you saying ambitious aspirations. I just like saying it. Uh, we got another email from Gordon from Tyree, Scotland. Mm-hmm. The place with the one geocache. Yeah. And it's not near him. He didn't have to drive over to get it. My Twitter buddy Gordon, because he's, uh, I wake up early in the morning because I work overnight, and by the time I'm up, he's up in the morning. <laughs> regular hours. Yeah, regular hours. So uh, we Twitter a lot back and forth. <laughs> so he writes that he's been doing the Galloway program mm-hmm. for running, which is, I guess, you run and then you walk right from the start, like you yeah. alternate running and walking. It's a, you, you it's know a more formula of yeah. some, I don't know that much about it, but. You can probably check out Confessions of a Runner because I believe she's doing the Galloway Method training for her first marathon. Okay. So go to confessionsofrunner.com. Mm-hmm. Very good podcast by Jody. Mm-hmm. So he's suggesting to give it a whirl. Yeah, because I guess he's he's trying to do some of it. And he said uh, it might be like less discouraging for me if I try that because then I won't bonk. I've heard good things. He's trying to avoid injury too because he's been sort of on and off uh, yeah. injured a little bit. It's been working very well for him. Yeah, so maybe with a longer distance race, you can give it a whirl. Yeah. He says hills and everything else are much more manageable, and you don't finish up feeling sick and disheartened. I haven't actually used it in a race yet, but I am laboring under the illusion that I might be able to take on the Loch Ness Marathon in October. Woohoo! Then that'd be a cool marathon. I would like to do that one. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing in there, but it'd be still fun. You never know. You might run by and see and, and take a very blurry picture of something coming out of the water. <laughs> like a rock or something. Yeah. <laughs> or a snake. Yeah. But it'd be blurry. Yeah. That's besides the point. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and we got another email from Rosie. Uh, hi, Dan and Nick. I just listened to Dan's last 10K. Very good. Yay, Dan. Good job. Um, and she just discovered the podcast last week, so she's getting caught up. Very cool. Yay! Uh, I'm also a really, really slow runner, too, and I'm always coming in last or next to last on the small town runs I'm doing. 
It was humiliating, but I've persisted for two years. And I don't think I've gotten much faster, but I've learned to accept it. <laughs> See, that's, that's what we have to do. Yeah. Slow folks. Yeah. I've, I'm not going to get very much, like, that so much faster that I end up, like, with the five-minute mile people up in the front. So I don't, you know, who cares? Most likely no. <laughs> I'm okay about that myself. She says she lives in Colorado. Uh, in the ski resort area of Breckenridge. So she has to run hills. Yeah, I guess so. I'm sorry. You pretty much <laughs> so. have no choice at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got a half marathon tomorrow, which was already passed. Because oh. this is also an email from a couple of days ago. Yeah. So hopefully that went really well. It was the Idaho Springs, Colorado Slacker Half Marathon. I bet it had a lot of hills. It starts at the top of Loveland Pass, which is a ski resort, and goes down to the city of Georgetown. So if you're starting at the top and going down somewhere, I imagine there's a few hills in there. <laughs> I might avoid that one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I hope that went really well, and you can email us and let us know how that went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got also mm-hmm. another iTunes review. Woohoo! We're in even 35 now yeah. in the U.S., yeah. which is my OCD going, yay. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I, me too. I love decimal numbers and half decimal numbers, yeah. fives and zeros. Yeah. Those are the best. They make me happy. Yeah. Not that we don't want 36, but I'm okay <laughs> if we stay at 35. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to get more reviews, just try to like get another five of them yeah. in there so we can end up with an even 40, please. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Not um, high maintenance at all. Nah, nah. Well, we got another five-star iTunes Ooh. review. Five. See, five, nice number. See, I love fives. Fives are great. Yeah. <laughs> See, like a two would be, that's not right, because it's not, you know. Yeah. And you can't give a zero mm-hmm. star review, although TJ Runner certainly tried. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so if it's got to be anything, it's got to be a five. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, Rosie on next writes, fun podcast. Dan, it's nice to see that someone else coming in last or next to last. I've run several races this season and always brought up the rear, so to speak. But I can say I have persisted and gotten better despite the humiliation. <laughs> Aww. So I, I assume that's Rosie from uh, Vail. Yeah. Very nice. I've run a 10K, 10 miles, and two half marathons this summer, and finishing is still such a rush for this newbie runner. Just keep at it and you'll get better. Don't give up. <laughs> Don't stop believing. <laughs> Come on. You gonna play that music again? <laughs> <laughs> so take that midnight train going anywhere, oh, Rosie. God. <laughs> Thank you very much for that wonderful iTunes review. <laughs> we got some Runner Plus challenges we can go yeah. into briefly. I like Runner Plus. You go to runnerplus.com and we have some challenges up. It's like a little website you can use to track how long you're running and compete. With other people. I mean, <laughs> win against other people. <laughs> Beat other people yeah. to a pulp, metaphorically. Yeah. In a friendly kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we got the million feet running challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're up to 63 challengers. 63? Wait, I can't do the math for that. How many more do we... Uh, we need a lot. <laughs> 400 and... Yeah, we need... Uh, people or something. <laughs> yeah, we need 500,000 people to join this. It'll actually be a million feet, but... Yeah, you know. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. <laughs> we'll see if we can get as close as possible. Yeah. I'm happy with 63. Oh, 65 yeah. would be better. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, we got a whole bunch of runners here. They're all logging their miles. We're trying to go until the end of the year. Uh, we're trying to see uh, how many miles you can run before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so far, uh, I'm, go- I'm going to go ahead and give the prize to runner 51. <laughs> Dude is way ahead. So far, he has 560 miles. Yeah. Since May 1st. That's insane. I did just reach the 200 mark today. Yeah. Yay. So you are 200.62. Mm-hmm. I am at 86.46. Ooh, getting Look. close to that 100 mark, huh? Yeah. That actually puts me a little bit ahead of the Zen Runner. Aww. Another runner, Adam Tinkoff. Anotherrunner.com. So you're saying you should get off his butt and start running more? <laughs> <laughs> he's busy. I know he's busy. Uh-huh. He must be busy if he's letting me beat him for crazy. <laughs> and you put up a new challenge today, July 1st. Yeah, this one will just be for July. Called Fizzy Lifting Drinks. <laughs> and uh, there's seven teams. Uh, and the whole point of the teams are... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to end that sentence. <laughs> so the whole point of the teams are to uh, pick how you say in your regional way yeah. what a, a, what a uh, carbonated beverage is. We say soda yeah. here in New England. More like soda. Soda. But I do know a few people who just say Coke for everything. doesn't matter what. It, it could, could be, be a 7-Up, but they used to say, I want a Coke. could be a spray, a vault. A Pepsi, and and uh, there's a variety of choices. Yeah, somewhere like some sometimes you can find some old timers around the Boston area who say tonic. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not tonic. Tonic. Uh, they call everything that. But we got soda. We got Coke. Soft drink. Tonic. Cold drink. Pop. Soda pop. Pick your poison. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I don't actually drink any of those. No, I try to stay away from them. But it's just interesting. Yes. I just want, you know, it's because it's one of those, like, things. Everyone has their own little regional way of saying it. Yeah. So, and it's just a nice little fun challenge. Mm-hmm. So you can find those at runnerplus.com, yeah. and we'll put links up on the blog right to those, too. So if you don't, you know, just want to go right to them, you can find them that way. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other challenges on there. It's a good way to beat people. <laughs> I mean, friendly, competitive <sighs> Um, running. Why do you have such anger inside? <laughs> Not anger. It's, um... You're before you were saying, like, uh, <laughs> Massachusetts has fallen too far behind on the state-by-state. They state are! <laughs> yeah. Bay Staters, get your butts in there. <laughs> Jump in there for Christ's sake. Saying. Uh, so, what else? We just got a couple more things here. We got a new phone number. Oh, yeah. Our old number, I'm not even going to repeat it because I don't want people to get confused, but our old phone number, the four feet running hotline, um, I forgot, you're supposed to call it once a month to keep it active, and I forgot to call it, so it doesn't work anymore. Call our new number and keep it active. (laughs) Yeah, call every so often. The new number is, get a pen. (laughs) Unless you're don't get a pen if you're running. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Just keep running. (laughs) We poke something unnecessarily. It is 206 350 1677. That's much easier to remember. Yeah, because it's got like, it's got, see, the 350 is a decimal number. It's a whole. Oh, we don't have to go through the explanation. (laughs) (laughs) 
That number again, 206-350-1677. It still doesn't spell anything fun. <laughs> nothing. I tried, I went on the internet, nothing. Because it's got zeros and ones in it, and those oh, don't have letters. Sorry. Oh. So, 206-350-1677. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, both of us are on Twitter. Um, and you can check out our little posts and stuff. We usually post almost every day, m- multiple you times. Post a lot. Yeah. Because you have a thing with Gordon in the hours of the morning. Yeah. Here. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I got my little water, water cooler conversation going on mm-hmm. at like three in the morning. You can find both of our Twitter pages uh, on the blog page, mm-hmm. which is fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com, number four, feetrunning.blogspot.com. You can also email us at fourfeetrunning at gmail.com with a number four feetrunning at gmail.com. The dogs are very restless because they got to eat. Yeah, so we better get going. All right. So uh, we'll see you next week. We'll be in Mattapoisett running five miles. Mm-hmm. Coming in last. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not sure how I'm going to be feeling, so we'll see. Yeah. You'll keep healthy. Stuff. Keep eating every two, every two and a half hours. <laughs> if necessary, I'll carry you over the finish line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just like to see that happen anyway. <laughs> anyway, we should go. Alright. We'll see you later. Bye. Sorry. Sneezing makes me angry. I'm sorry.